A very filthy advent calendar 2021. Day 3. To dote upon your wife. A birthday gift. Written by Waldo Sakimbo and read by Jab. For the prompt who hurt you. You know, we could go on holiday, Crowley offered as he looked over the papers. Like, like good, proper holidays. Anywhere you like. We could, his wife Muse, curled up next to him on the couch. She was playing with one of his hands, tracing over tendons and veins with complete adoration. We will, but I think I'd very much like this for my birthday. If that's alright. Was it alright? Hell, it might just be some people's dream or something. A threesome for a birthday. Who'd have thunk it? Seems bureaucratic, he says slowly. They'd done blood work for it, for Christ's sake. Who does blood work for a fun little fuck for a birthday? You're sure about this? Only if you are. You must promise me, if you're not, that you'll say so. Right now, or the day off, I don't mind. Promise me. Crowley laughed through his nose and went to put his head on her shoulder. Could be fun. Do I get to watch him with you then? Well, perhaps a bit. But I want you with us. I don't think I'd enjoy it nearly as much without you. Letterer? Crowley laughed at the little tickle of Eliza's lips on his earlobe. How did you find him then? In an advert, she answered, suddenly quite intent at getting under his shirt. No, you didn't. In the yellow pages. She drugged it up, and now her elegant hands were on his stomach, breaking over the fuss that striped down his navel. No, you didn't. With the coupon, she laughed, just as he did, and he was soon on his back with a lapful of his gorgeous woman, and nothing to do but return each kiss measure for measure. This seemed like a trick. A nice trick, but still. Wasn't he supposed to be the tricky one? She was his angel. And he was her wily demon. They went so hard on the pet names they now had mugs to match. Domesticity is a hell of a drug. Apparently the blood work was unnecessary, but quite nice, and they had a little laugh over it when they all met as they shared records. They had very nearly agreed on a hotel, but at the last minute decided it was just fine at their flat, even though there was a chance unsavory types might know our dress angel. He was told off for being rude, and promptly fed Eliza a bite of dark chocolate and raspberry buttercream to make up for it, 
the candle smoke of the birthday cake still lingering in the evening air. Excellent. Their guest held up his mobile to flash his screen. Only a moment. Just saw it come through. The bloke was bloody American, too. Chiseled jaw, clean cut, sort of grey hair. Had a classical Hollywood actor look. He showed up in a suit, which was so bizarre that it made Crowley laugh, but that could have just been the nerves. Why was he nervous? And his name was Gabriel. Ugh, bloody Gabriel. Archangel-sounding, suit-wearing fucker. Handsome, too. Why was he so bloody handsome? Hated him. Reminds me of a boss I had, Eliza said by Crowley's side, whispering to him. She sounded reproachful, but then the idea of fucking him senseless for her birthday seemed to be just devious enough to make the whole thing more appealing. Loved her. Did he say how much he loved her? Crowley loved her. Then she said, louder than before, Is that everything you need? Yeah, Gabriel sat down a slim black bag. He kept on a pair of gloves that matched his suit. It was getting a bit nippy out. The gloves weren't out of the ordinary as he stepped out of polished brown loafers and crossed into their home. He was tall too, maybe a fraction of an inch more than Crowley, who was used to being the tall one. Are there any ground rules you'd like? It was so normal and easy, which is probably why Crowley was pink as a fresh tulip when they were back in the bedroom together. Eliza spread out like a Sunday buffet in her new periwinkle teddy, or sumptuous lace and velvet, stockings dimpling her thighs with the cutest little bows, and Crowley sitting with his bollocks out on the side of the bed. You were sock garters? Gabriel asked, carefully folding Crowley's trousers and tossing them gently over onto a cushy armchair in the corner, where Eliza liked to read. Gabriel turned back around and lifted his pant leg, raising higher and higher, until they got a look at the band, like Gabriel wasn't about to be stark naked just like them. Probably. Maybe? This wasn't going at all like Crowley expected. Although yours don't look as sturdy. Kinda wimpy. Hey. Gabriel chuckled and finished unbuttoning his shirt, tie long abandoned in the hallway, where he'd boxed Eliza into a corner and kissed her out of her dress with Crowley steaming behind him until he was naught but a wet noodle of a man with a surprised erection. They met your calves. Crowley frowned, trying to figure out how much of that was an insult, too, and moved to get a pillow to cover himself 
when Gabriel stepped in closer and gently smacked Crowley's hand out of the way. There was a big, stocky man right in front of him, legs touching legs, and he had to curve his head back to look up at Gabriel's chest meet his eyes. Hello. Crowley cleared his throat and leaned further back, surprised to feel Eliza pressed up against him when she was just on the pillows. He relaxed when her hands walked over his collarbones and curled over his shoulders, slipping under the neckline of his black undershirt. Thought he was supposed to be fucking you, Angel. No, Gabriel answered and began to undo his belt, the soft clink of metal and leather, a simple little song. Crowley made a sound only because Eliza bit his neck, lapping at the pulse point that lapped against her lips. You are going to fuck your wife, and I am going to fuck you. That happy moan turned into a strangled sound. Confusion, arousal, a little anger mingled with a hint of shame that only became louder as Gabriel pulled himself out of the front of his trousers. He was a thick, heavy thing, all flush in the palm of his gloved hand. Fucking monster, too. Christ! Crowley said and laughed, a weird and flighty sound as Eliza snuggled up. She had her hand on his chest. Not very fair, that. Made his nerves slide up, and he twitched helplessly. Need, needs both hands for that. Crowley wasn't small himself. Told himself he wasn't anyways. Perfectly average, probably. But Gabriel's cock put him plain to shame. Crowley was thin, shorter in length, and he couldn't just straighten his spine to make up for it this time either. No hands, Gabriel answered. He shuffled in closer, and shouldn't that be funny? if not for being physically intimidated onto his mattress by this man and his fucking meat. Big boy there slotted between Crowley's knobbly legs and brushed his cock up against Crowley's, just as Eliza's clever hands raked his chest. Am I allowed to make a mess of him first? That was for Eliza, naturally. Sweet birthday girl chuckled against Crowley's throat and nuzzled up until she was just under his jaw. He didn't even realize she'd taken his hands and had one of his arms pinned behind his back. A playful bit of restraint that was too easy to get out of should he choose. He just had to choose. I think that should be fine, don't you? Your present, Crowley reminded her, then gasped at the strange sensation of warm leather squeezing down with the weight of Gabriel's cock as he started working them together in tandem. It was a brief sensation, 
He should take those gloves off, shouldn't he? But then Crowley should take off his undershirt, except he was a bit shy about his back, where he had a bit of a rash problem over his hips that sometimes looked plain awful, and he didn't want their guest thinking he was contagious with something. Miss Phil? Gabriel stepped back enough to give Crowley reprieve, though he was still stroking himself with that gloved hand, the other resting on Crowley's knee. Why don't you touch yourself a bit? Show me what you like. I think if Mr. Fell hurt you, he might be more inclined to speak up, don't you? Crowley turned back to look at Eliza when Gabriel's strong, musk and leather-scented hand flew up and caught his jaw, holding him still. He jolted a bit at the sudden contact and the firm hold and swallowed. Could he get harder? Seemed impossible, but sure went for the old college try. Caught skin and bones, aren't you? Gabriel's sharp eyes were fixed on Crowley, who squirmed a bit. I should make you eat your wife's cunt before we get started. How did that sound more vulgar? Because Gabriel's accent pushed too hard on the word, slammed it into their skulls. You think you need a meal before we take her together? Hmm? No, don't do that. Crowley's hand paused near his lap, where he meant to touch himself. Hands back. Miss Fell, gorgeous, just like that. Gabriel grinned, only the slightest tremble as he worked his hand over his cock, occasionally bumping in close enough that he touched Crowley, but never long and never solid enough. Don't bother with the ties. Lift the lace right here. You have the prettiest curls. I can see how wet you are from here. Slide your hand down. Just like that. Gabriel smiled over Crowley's head like he was ready to pounce just as Crowley felt the mattress shift a little, the slide of stockings on bed sheets, and heard Eliza make a soft, mewling sound of approval as she pushed her fingers past her lips. Crowley's eyes slid shut bravely, but Gabriel shook Crowley's chin, and he opened them again immediately without a word. I think you can take more than that, Miss Phil, Gabriel said, and Crowley could see one of the tendons leap up his neck as he gripped his own cock tightly. He took a moment, swallowed, and then continued. Do you use toys? I'd like you to show me. They had an assortment there at the nightstand, a few more in the closet, a whole get-up in a large plastic tub slid under the bed itself. They had what some might call a nice and active sex life. They'd taken too long falling into this relationship after being long and fast friends, finally settling into a happy marriage. Timid creatures at first, 
unwilling to admit their desires for fear of driving off the other. Crowley was shocked and delighted, learning all the different things Eliza had explored and wished to explore still. Crowley was a tad bit more predictable, less about accoutrements and more about the equipment one came with. He loved prickly dicks, slick slits, tits big or small or in between, piercings, no piercings, hairy or shaved, asses so tight they needed a good tonguing, wee little cocks and nice meaty cunts, and loved Eliza most of all. Gabriel chuckled, a warm and comforting sound, which was strange, and leaned forward a little to squint. Is that Plet? Oh, that one. It's Tartan, Crowley and Eliza said at the same time, before there was a low buzz of a sound that tickled down the mattress and up Crowley's backside. Then punched him in his guts with fluttery feelings when he heard his wife shift and moan, getting louder, plunging the silicone inside her, then exploded. Or, more accurately, Gabriel did. Crowley gasped when he felt something hot and wet splash on him and looked down to see Gabriel milking himself over Crowley's cock, a little extra spurt hitting him in the stomach. His jaw dropped and he gripped the padding. Which is precisely when Crowley's hips were yanked out and he was suddenly flat on his back without warning. Crowley yelped, raising hands on the bedding. His legs were scooped up onto sturdy shoulders, and he heard another squelch before something hard and cold rocked up against him, a sharp contrast to the cooling spent on his own dick. Gabriel probed around the ring of muscle with whatever had come from his back and turned to bite Crowley's inner thigh, more than likely to get his attention. Relax, Gabriel said. Fuck, I'm supposed to relax when you're yanking me about. And then there was a hot mouth sucking on his bollocks, lapping up his cum, and Crowley forgot everything he learned about vowels. The fans tossed their heads back in similar ways, almost in tandem. Crowley clawed a hand up and found Eliza's ankle, while she dug her heel in and jutted her hips up a little faster, a little faster. Her breath quick and high-pitched before her toes curled and she tipped over into a shaky, happy orgasm. Crowley twitched in sympathy ready to chase after her, while Gabriel made her wet and pliant at the end of the bed. He breathed so fast, it felt like his chest was jumping up, and Gabriel put a flat hand on Crowley's stomach, pinning him down. He didn't even think about it, Crowley just grabbed Gabriel's wrist and held him there, 
probably afraid he was going to grab his dick and make him come on his hair or something. Actually, not a terrible idea. When he held Gabriel's wrist, Crowley felt a few lines bubble up on the skin, his thumb brushing over it almost obsessively in his state, grounding him as Gabriel sucked on him and finally pushed the slim dildo into him. Crowley hiccuped a weird sound and then groaned, loud and angry, as all the stimulation was taken away. He almost stuck his fingers into the edge of the glove just to keep Gabriel close, but too slow and too weak a grip. Fuck! Why? Fuck it so close! Bloody! Another bite made Crowley twitch and curl up a little. I know I'm not permitted to use gags, which I appreciate. Gabriel said as he got up to his feet again and wiped across his mouth with the back of his arm. But language, Mr. Fell. This guy cursed. This guy absolutely cursed. What the fuck was he on about? Language? Rowley felt a dare coming up, but he was instructed onto his hands and knees and his brain was almost so deliciously fuzzy that he just complied and found himself over Eliza. She was sweat-damp curls and flushed cheeks, betting her eyes slowly up at him. He leaned down and caught her mouth with a needy kiss, tasting sweet frosting still on her tongue. Happy birthday, love, he whispered, touching foreheads together. Very much so, she said and wound her arms around him. The mattress shifted again, Gabriel's weight dipping them where their knees met. He widened Crowley's stance, knocking one leg, then the other, and wrapped one of his hands around Crowley's middle. Just like I said, you're going to fuck her, Mr. Fell. And I'll fuck you. How's that sound? They didn't need any further instructions beyond that. At least Crowley was right. The man did curse. It was strange having the weight over him, being pinned between Eliza and a veritable stranger. Gabriel took his time pressing into Crowley. Half-heart meant there was a little more gif, and he slowly, slowly, slowly pushed himself into Crowley, who bit his lips so hard at the sensation of being so full. Poor Eliza, he didn't even dare move for a moment, or he was going to blow his load and be useless between them. She combed fingers through his hair and bit his lip when he kissed her, sharp points of contact to briefly and lovingly distract him until Gabriel was seated. And then he was seated inside her too, well and truly trapped. Gabriel set the pace. He rocked them together, rolling his hips down into Crowley, 
who clenched and then tried to relax as he followed suit. Gabriel leaned back, almost out of sight, and helped guide Crowley's hips between the both of them. Only once, when one of those gloved hands wandered and started pushing up Crowley's shirt, did he seem to break out of the moment and shout-whispered, Don't! He didn't have to ask again. And Eliza squeezed her thighs around his hips before they butterflied open back on the mattress, energy focused on holding him close, on squeezing down on him, on lifting her head so she could chase after him and slip her tongue into her mouth. Crowley came so hard he thought he might go blind, squeezing his eyes shut, milked through it until it was unbearable, and he sobbed for mercy. He was draped on the bed, had pillowed on the mattress, and Gabriel filled his place, quite literally, until Eliza came again for him while squeezing Crowley's hand. Their heads turned into a slightly uncomfortable angle for a desperate kiss. And then again on her stomach, while she had Crowley in her mouth, Gabriel eating her out. And once more, a slow rocking thing, like they were putting her to sleep. Crowley was blurry-eyed in an open black bathrobe, socks and garters, and his shirt rumpled up above his hip bones as he followed Gabriel out of the room. His cock was shiny, the wiry hair plastered to his skin, and he didn't give a damn, honestly, even as it aired out in the open. The curtains were drawn, Gabriel had seen it all. It was amazing he was walking semi-coherently. You... you have everything? Crowley asked, like asking after a family friend who had just spent the weekend over for a visit. Gabriel was fresh out the washroom, all buttoned up again, hair combed back, looking perfectly normal. You've changed your gloves, Crowley said slowly and chuckled. That's a funny thing. Is it, Mr. Fell? Gabriel asked, briefly amused as he adjusted them. Thank you for the evening. Right, right. Crowley tilted his head and reached out faster than they were both expecting, holding Gabriel's wrist. The strange bubbly scars were more prominent on the underside, like dribbling wax. Gabriel tensed almost ready to shove Crowley off. The questions were there on the tip of his tongue. What happened? Was it fire? Acid? Did you do this? Who hurt you? Instead, his brow furrowed, and he shook Gabriel's hand. Do you take repeats? Gabriel chuckled, perhaps in relief, and squeezed Crowley's hand. You and the missus have my number, he said with a wink. Tell her happy birthday for me. And then some. And then some, Gabriel repeated with a nod, a little wag of his finger. 
Good evening, Mr. Bell. Same to you, Gabriel. Crowley said the name like it was a chore, but smiled and helped him back out, just in time, too. His legs were going to give out underneath him. Just needed a little longer to lock the door and crawl back into bed with Eliza, who was placidly fast asleep. The end.